This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, September 7th, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. After his 2008 presidential campaign paid such voluminous lip service to civil liberties, Barack Obama has been a serious disappointment as president. And now, as Democrats leave their convention, their platform has largely been scrubbed of language supporting civil liberties. Julian Sanchez, a research fellow at the Cato Institute, comments. One of the many frivolous pseudo-controversies revolving around the uh, Democratic Convention was the omission in the 2012 platform of a reference to God that had been included in the 2008 platform, which caused Democrats to scurry to uh, shoehorn a reference in. Uh, Sadly, what has gotten less commentary uh, is an observation made by uh, the Mother Jones writer Adam Serwer that a lot of very strong civil liberties language that we found in the 2008 Democratic platform, uh, something that was really a a consistent theme of Barack Obama's campaign, uh, part of his appeal as a former constitutional law professor, um, is uh, absolutely absent in the 2012 platform. So, for example, we see... um, we see references to indefinite detention in the 2008 platform and how uh, the Democratic Party rejects this idea of indefinite detention as opposed to bringing uh, prisoners to trial. And we see that that, of course, has vanished as the Obama administration has uh, essentially carried on the uh, Bush policy of uh, detaining uh, those captives that it doesn't believe it can charged with anything in in an actual court. Uh, And perhaps most conspicuously, uh, we see uh, an absolute silence on issues of warrantless surveillance, the Patriot Act, and other war on terror surveillance uh, measures that were uh, subject to pretty heavy critique in the 2008 Democratic platform. So, for example, the 2008 platform said, we will review the current administration's warrantless wiretapping uh, program. And this is something that Obama, of course, also pledged to do as he uh, disappointed a lot of civil libertarian supporters by reneging on a, a promise to um, to filibuster uh, the FISA Amendments Act of 2008. And then he pledged, of course, to, to revisit the law and seek reforms once he was in office. Uh, and what we see now is that that law is hurtling toward reauthorization. Uh, and the Obama administration has basically supported reauthorization as is and without uh, any of those reforms, or that kind of searching reexamination that the candidate promised. Um, we see that the 2008 platform said, we reject the use of national security letters to spy on citizens who are not suspected of a crime. And this was, again, something we heard Obama say repeatedly, that we reject this idea that these tools that don't require judicial oversight, uh, that are issued just by FBI field agents, could be used to get sensitive telecommunications and financial information without judicial approval. Uh, and that they don't require even that the person whose information is sought be suspected of anything. It just needs to be relevant in some way to an investigation, meaning thousands of innocent people um, could be swept in just because someone at the FBI thinks it would be interesting to check them out, uh, maybe cross them off a list of suspects. Um, you know, again, there's nothing in the 2012 platform about this, but not only that, the Obama administration in uh, 2010 actually broke Uh, President Bush's record for the number of Americans uh, whose information was obtained with national security letters without being suspected of any crime. More than 14,000 
Americans in one year alone had those sensitive records obtained. And that doesn't even include national security letter requests for what's called basic subscriber information that doesn't include uh, you know, more sensitive stuff like lists of IP addresses or phone numbers that someone is in communication with. It's, a, again, total silence on these things. So what we see is that in, you know, usually these platforms are full of uh, high-flown rhetoric and promises that are going to be broken. Um, maybe I suppose they get points for honesty, but it's a little disturbing now that they they don't even care enough to pay lip service to the idea of protecting civil liberties better. Uh, this is why I think uh, back in, in 2011, the law professor John Turley suggested that um, the Obama administration really could be a profound disaster for civil liberties, not just because um, he has largely carried on the Bush administration's war on terror and surveillance policies, uh, something certainly that uh, Jack Goldsmith, who was a lawyer in the Bush administration, observed in a recent book, um, but because in a sense, the constituency for civil liberties uh, overlapped a great deal with the constituency for Obama. It's just one of the things liberals and Democrats have often been better on from a liberty perspective is civil liberties, is worrying about uh, the overreaching power of uh, police or intelligence agencies. Uh, but those many of those people are unfortunately uh, a lot more hesitant to criticize the very same policies when uh, Obama is running the show, and so you don't you don't actually hear a great deal about civil liberties in this election, uh, essentially because now both parties are implicated in uh, this system of expanded surveillance. Um, and even civil libertarians within the Democratic Party are, I think, reluctant to criticize uh, their party's leader. It's interesting that a lot of this has been done, really, I, I suppose, just to avoid embarrassment, that that, that you, you would expect a, a platform to differ somewhat from the, the candidate, the, the presidential candidate's uh, official statements and his, his own policies. But here, it seems, it seems like this has been dropped for almost no reason. Right. Well, I think it's just awkward uh, to say in your platform, we reject the use of national security letters to uh, investigate citizens who aren't suspected of a crime when the person you're offering for re-election has overseen uh, a record use of that power for that purpose. And oddly, uh, sort of an interesting turn here is that in Tampa, Republicans actually added language uh, with regard to drones and drone surveillance with the, within the United States and how that uh, should be limited. Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny how the party out of power always seems to be scrupulously concerned about the potential for abuse of power. Uh, the party in power is usually not so worried about that. It's a funny coincidence. Julian Sanchez is a research fellow at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.